Putin Bratwurst. Hi and welcome to Putin Bratwurst. It's been two weeks. We're back at it. Philip, are you there? Can you hear me? Can you see me? After a lot of struggles with my computer, yes, now I can hear you and see you very well, which is a delight. Can you hear me? I can hear you wonderfully. Awesome. Crisp, clear. Not as clear as last mm, time, but no. quite clear. How are you doing? What have you been up to? How is Corona life uh, over there in Quebec? Uh, Philip is not on the road this week, so oh. it's Philip at home. Yeah, that's why the, the, the medium quality is back. Not the crap one of two weeks, uh, the two two episodes ago, not the great one of last episode, but just normal one. Take what um, we the, about Corona, that's a, that's a good question. I think life has pretty much started again for everyone. Um, things are pretty much reopened now. Cases are going back up, but we're still far yeah, from the numbers of like April or something. Everybody's talking about it being a second wave, so... Yeah. Well, so far here, uh, it, I don't think it's comparable in any way. Uh, we went from like 800 to 1,000 a day cases to now like 150. Hmm. Uh, so it's it's very. It's, I think it's very different scales, but it's still you know. So the thing is, bars reopened, and oh. um, yeah, and apparently not all of them respect the rules very well. Oh, shit. Uh, so there was some. Uh, like viral points i don't know it's the proper word but some bars are like we're hot spots basically yeah um and now because of that masks have been enforced in every um building except your house oh that's good I so think that's uh, good. Uh, is that the case in germany too yep and it has been for quite some time I, i'm the bar thing it's weird because i feel like many bars are not open mm. yet uh other other bars seem to be open. So I believe that if you're mainly a bar, you're not allowed to be open. Oh. But if you are like a bar restaurant thingy, yeah. then you're kind of in the middle. And even though people use you like on a weekday, weekend night, the way they would use a bar, um, uh, that's cool. I, 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 it's a little bit confusing for me, but I'm also mm-hmm. not that much of a, of a, a, a bar goer. So... Uh, maybe I'm the wrong person to ask, but the mask thing, yeah, it's the same. We mo- like every building; it's it's natural for me to to wear a mask. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you you had that sensation as well that if you sometimes it happens that you you rush into like a bake a bakery or something and you want to gr- quickly grab something and then you notice, oh shit, I, I I'm not wearing my mask right now, and you feel like you're you you have your dick uh, out of your <laughs> pants or something like that. It feels like you're you're very naked in that moment. Not wearing a mask. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it's too fresh for us, mm. uh, so I don't feel that that oh, okay. like used to wearing a mask inside. Like I think I'm getting there. It's still peculiar for me to wear one, so no, yeah. I wouldn't feel. Like, wouldn't say I feel that way. But man, the resistance. People are so against. I mean, oh, yeah. probably like eighty-five to ninety percent of people are for Tell it, right? It, but yeah. th- but that ten percent, man, whoo, they really are fucking against it. idiots, really. Yeah, yeah, they're. <sighs> And, uh, that's can, a, it's can the same like, kind of kind of uh, people who demonstrate against uh, people wearing a headscarf, saying that insults them that uh, that they that people don't uh, you know Muslim people of Muslim belief wear a headscarf, and uh, they they complain about that stuff, and uh, and then they and, and now they're complaining about the mask because it's a safety violation or whatever. I, uh, yeah, 
I would, Anyways, uh, do you see the video? There's a video. It's called the uh, Corn Idiots in Toronto. Oh no, I, I've and, only and, seen the American ones. Okay, so there, there's like a protest in Toronto, and there's a guy on a bike, and he asks this this woman like she's handing like flyers or whatever, and he just like tears one in front of her, oh, and she's like gosh. like you're an idiot, and she's like you have to understand, I have 13 degrees in psychologies. Like what? <laughs> 13 Every, degrees everybody nowadays has so many degrees it's like it's like that <laughs> when you when you're at a party or something and you meet someone who who's like super angry and and he's telling everybody that he's like a black belt in karate and he's like kickboxing <laughs> champion yeah. of, of his district or something it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the same kind of mentality like 13 degrees how, she's been in university for what 30 years now <laughs> what is the story well, she, she must I be a genius then I guess, or she she has a hard time finding work, like a really hard time, like 13 oh. degrees, like seriously. Anyway, that video is pretty funny. Um, yeah, uh, I I see I saw protests, pictures of protests and stuff like that. Uh, we have an area here in Quebec, uh, like Sarden, that is considered a bit rednecky. Okay. And yeah, and they, they they were the first to protest, and it's just they all have their, these like their Quebec flags and whatever. I'm like, what are you like? What are you trying to say? Like, are you are you like trying to save the, the province with by having this flag? Like, what what are you doing right now? This is to me this is offensive. Why would you have the, the the national flag in a stupid protest like that? The same people who who have their flag out in Germany with the, like the German flags. I mean, you know, I, I don't get me wrong, like Germany I, and stuff. I, I I love the Quebec flag and I like I have one in my apartment and everything, but to me it's not a symbol of like fighting face masks. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> apparently you don't get it. I you guess don't I get don't. It, then. I don't. I guess I don't. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's a bit inconvenient sometimes. It's true, but like it's bigger than us, right? Like uh, I had guests over last weekend, and like we went to uh, like um, the alcohol place of Ontario, and and he did he forgot his mask, right? So he's like, oh shit, I gotta get it, right? Uh, actually, in Ontario you can, so so it was not an issue. But like if it, if it would happen in Quebec, he, he couldn't get in, so. Mm. Can be annoying sometimes, but listen. I think it's good. Honestly. Just develop your just just develop the habit of having one in your pocket yeah. or something, and it, sh- it should. Be I, good. I have one in, in every pocket of my jacket. Like I, I have uh, like two or three jackets that I use depending on the weather. Mm-hmm. Every one of them has a has, a, has right. a stupid mask. I have one in my I have one in my car. Uh, so everywhere I go, I'll, you know, I always have it next yeah. to the the gear the gear uh, shifting thing. So it's it's right next to the. I, I cannot forget it basically. Yeah, yeah. I had I had guests over the weekend, and uh, and uh, so my buddy married a woman from Colombia. Oh, yeah. And and uh, she's she's a very very interesting individual. She's awesome. And um, she told me it's very random, but I thought you might find this interesting. She told me her first job um, when she was seventeen um, was she was working for um, a, a, a arts university. Okay. And she was a nude model for painting. No way. At 17. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And she did it for four years, she said. And, and uh, sometimes she had to stand, like, standing up with her arms in, like, a weird position for, like, two or three hours. And she couldn't move. Wow. Does it pay that yeah. well? She said it was paying okay, but, like, it was a part-time gig, right? You cannot, yeah. like, she was not doing that full-time. Wow. Uh, but but she, still, she told me she was invited to a... Uh, like weddings, not weddings, but like um, 
like Jeffrey Art Epstein's Island. Yeah, yeah, very frequently. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, she was invited to like uh, all these arts uh, opening ceremonies, whatever, and she was always invited everywhere, and she developed a love for. Uh, arts at that time. I thought it was an interesting story. Like, who oh, does that? Cool. Like, yeah. like who, who who does that? I mean, um, it's you know, I I don't, I, I you know, it's it's art and it's people studying like how to to paint the the human body. Yep. I mean, obviously, you're probably gonna get some people sitting there and being like, oh, well, I would hit that or something. You know, some guys thinking mm-hmm. that stuff probably. But on the other hand, I I don't see any shame in that. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying it's shameful or whatever. It's like when do you meet somebody that has done that in his life? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. just such a peculiar job, right? That's true. Yeah, and uh, and you, you know you know that DNA test you can take and they tell you where you're from. Yes, you heard about it. You sent saliva I've or something. Heard about and, it. Yeah, but I I don't I don't I know that there's like an American brand who's very successfully doing that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that works in Germany as well because every time, like every time I read an article about it, I'm like, oh, I need to do that. It's super interesting, and then I don't do it because it's they send it over from the US or so, and shipping is like almost um, the, the the price again that it costs. Uh, yeah. Anyways, There's where, no where, where are you going with that? Sorry. Well, so 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 uh, she did it, and she has a very interesting background, and she showed it to me because. Like she doesn't know our father's side basically, mm-hmm. and she 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 has a very like she looks great. Like don't get me wrong, but like she has a very unique face. Her traits are very unique, and she discovered it by doing this test that she had like basically so many different like ethnicities in her. That's why she looks so like unique. Mm-hmm. Like um, on her father's side, there's French, then there's Spanish, and there's also at some point a native South American. And on their oh. mother's side, it's it's uh it's she's a descendant of slaves from Africa. Mm. So yeah, yeah. So she's like she looks like nothing I've ever seen. Basically, she's a mix of everything. Cool. Yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, just shout out to to her. <laughs> she, Ima- she imagine cool. you did you did like a you did like a test like that. Yeah. Would you be um so um let's say you do the test and it says a hundred percent one thing like yeah. there's nothing else but this one thing which yeah. I, I guess is very unlikely but it's let's say un- it turned out very unlikely what would you be what would you find more exciting to be that or to have like a complete be like a complete semen mix of of any kind <laughs> of, of, of uh, people I think any result is exciting. Honestly, it's just discovering about your 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 history. But I think getting a hundred percent of anything would be like extremely just like I would I think hate it's extremely it. Extremely rare. To be I mean, it's extremely rare. It's like I think rare. you're you're like a one. You're a very special case. Thing is, I know it's not the case for me because I know my a bit of my genealogy, and I know I have at least in grand grandmother that one was native and one was Irish. Mm, so cool. I know I have at least these two bloods in me. Yeah. But uh, and but I know most of my family is French, because uh, I have an uncle who who did it. Uh, he went to Salt Lake City to do the um, to get the archives. Do you know mm-hmm. that they do that right? The Mormon they they keep all the archives of everybody in the world. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. You know why they do that? Um, no, I don't. Because they baptize people uh, after they're dead, basically. Without their consent. Oh, oh, I see. 
Yeah, so they do it with famous people. Like Charles de Gaulle in <laughs> France was baptized after he was dead. So he became a Mormon like after after he passed away, which I th- I think it's scandalous, honestly. What? I'm really against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like his Wikipedia says he's he's Mormon. I mean, uh, of course not. Like he never agreed to it, and it was yeah. after he died. But for them, it's the, their way to salvage like souls or something. Look it up. I mean, yeah, well, I think it should be illegal personally. To, to as long as it's really only within their community, I don't really care. You wouldn't mind being baptized a Mormon ten years after you're dead. I don't believe that being baptized changes anything. So, well, for for them, you're you're going to hell or not. So, well, in that <laughs> case, I'm I'm I uh, Well, if they want to baptize me afterwards, and I will won't have to deal with uh, any kind of religious stuff they do. Then I guess it's fine, you know. I'm my chances to going to to heaven apparently increase. Imagine me being in hell and suffering, and then they they baptize me for some reason, and I go to to heaven, and there there's like Mormon God, and he's like, "Hey, you you're now here," and I'm like, well, "What's going on? What's going on? I was just um, tortured. A, a devil just fucked me in the ass," and, he, and he's like, "No, you're Mormon now." And Mormon is like the true religion. They were right all along. So welcome. Here's your free drink of honey and milk, and uh, I don't know. What if what if it's opposite? You were in paradise, and then you get Mormonism, and you, you fall into a a, um, a demon's dick. You know. I guess it's worse. You're, yeah, see, I guess so it's you worse. don't know. But but then again, I'm I'm at the moment I'm out of any religion. So like like you know I'm, I I I left the the I left church here. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know. I if if not being believing in God, like if being an atheist makes you go to heaven, then there must be something wrong. Like, like why would God do that if if He existed? You know, mm. I, I don't know. I I feel like, hey, you want to baptize me ten years after I'm dead? I I guess I'm okay. If if ten years I have to suffer, or if ten years I'm in heaven, I don't know. Maybe maybe heaven gets boring. Maybe it gets really boring because everybody's nice and and all you do is sit on a cloud and uh, and smile all day long, being you know getting like drugs that make you happy or something. Maybe heaven hell is better because it's more real. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm, I know I'm my, I know my pain. hell. I know my hell is playing The Last of Us one in, in loop. For oh God, here we go again. <laughs> I, I know, I know you didn't get enough enough emails, did you? No, we didn't. We didn't so, did you something. continue to play, or did you say "fuck it"? I'm not gonna. Play uh, I have not played since now. Oh man. Well, uh, uh, there's one thing I wanted to talk about um, because it was in the news. Um, yeah, yeah. Go I ahead. I want to talk about that in 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 this take. Have you seen Kanye West going bonkers in public? The last I didn't week? see the video, uh, but I know what you're talking about, though. Um, for for everybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, so Kanye West is di- is a diagnosed uh, bipolar, and um, he famously said that he's not taking the meds, like he did that months ago when he said that slavery was a choice, among other things, supporting nice. Donald Trump and stuff like that, and um. He he's back with that bullshit. I mean, he he has an album to promote, so I don't know how how serious you can take it. But he said that he will um, be uh, he will um, start his. Um, so he wants to. Um, how do you say that? He wants to be the president in twenty twenty. So yep. um, he didn't have like, and I think he still doesn't have a campaign manager or anything like that. I mean, he's not on the ballot on a couple. He's of not on the already. ballot, so it's very unlikely. But. 
the media all already jumped on it because everybody's everything that guy does is like, uh, oh, that's great news. Drop everything. Kanye West said some bullshit. <laughs> and uh, I think a few days after he said, oh, I'm not gonna um, run for president. And then he and then again, he changed his mind and he had like a campaign rally. So and this is a, there's a video you can look it up on YouTube where he is on he's on a stage and he's yelling. He doesn't even have a microphone. He has like a group of hipsters filming him in front of him and he's yelling and he's saying stuff that his deal with Adidas and um, he's talking to uh, Mark Zuckerberg and blah, 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 you know, all that narcissistic stuff that we're used to. From him. And then he goes and talks about um, how that we have to be with God because, you know, many of these, um, these superstars gone crazy, like Justin Bieber or Kanye West, they are super religious now. And mm-hmm. and so so is Kanye West, and he says that um, that we need to people need to we we're not gonna free this country with any policies. We're gonna free this country if people stop uploading online pornography. We're okay. gonna upload it uh, when, as soon as people praise God and take God more mm-hmm. in their life, and you know all that kind of weird senseless shit. And then he and then he says that. Um, he start, he says his dad apparently wanted to abort him and his okay. mom saved his life okay and he says that's the part where he, i think where he he starts to cry it's like he says there would be no kanye west if his mom hadn't saved his life like i think he's more crying about the fact that the world didn't have Could kanye be missing west him yeah. would be missing him which I believe that if if we hadn't him, there would be some. I, I like his music, so I, I believe that something would be missing. Yet I, don't, I also think that the guy is insane today. And he he then goes on and says that he wanted to ha- to ask his wife Kim Kardashian to um, abort their first child before she was born. And he starts to cry and says, "I almost killed my daughter." And he you know he's he's, he's crying and. Obviously, I do get that that's a horrible thing if you, you know, you, you don't, you first you want to abort a child and then your wife convinces you not to do, have an abortion and you find out that it was a very good decision that you mm-hmm. probably feel guilty for that. So I'm not judging on that. I just feel like the guy, the, the whole thing he did there on stage was just, it was just sad. It wasn't, you know, I, I, uh, you, I, I, I do, I, Oftentimes, I, I, if I, when I find funny clips on the internet, I cut them and do like interludes between our takes. I wouldn't do that with this one because I really feel it's sad. But it's not sad in, uh, in what he says. It's sad because of the fact that that guy is going on stage and nobody's stopping him. Mm-hmm. And um, Kim Kardashian, she released on, like a, on Instagram like a long story where she wrote that it's you if someone is bipolar and he's refusing to take the meds, you, there's nothing you can do. You can tell him that he's not listening and uh, he needs right. to take that, make that decision himself, for himself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I just felt like I, I wanted to ask you on your opinion because what, 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 how is, how, what's the reaction you should, you, 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 you need to have for that. Do you, should you ignore it? Should you, should you make fun of it? Uh, should you talk about it? It's, I think it's so difficult. I don't know. I don't know how to act with it. It's not like Kanye West is affecting my life, but I just don't know what to, how to feel about it, other than it just being sad. I I think the best thing to do is to not give it attention. Uh, I think we're supporting is descent to madness by giving it attention. Yeah. So it's it's simple to me. It's really simple. It's like 
this guy needs help and the best way to help him is to not follow him in the, into this 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 madness thing listen yeah. if he was taking his pills and he was having coherent policy discussions i would be like let's go man do your do your thing run for president uh in your country you're allowed to do it please yeah, do it yeah. you know good right. luck you know and do it but if he's doing like stunt shows like this and just like it's, it's you as you say it's it looks it looks miserable seriously from the pictures and this small extract i've seen it looks miserable so it does I think it's just a guy, maybe it's a cry for help. Maybe it's just a cry for help or it's a prom- promotion tour. It's hard to tell at this point. I do believe that he, I, 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 it can be both. It could. Um, but I do believe that what he says there, he believes that he's right. I don't think he does it um, because he, uh, I don't think it's fake. I really think the guy is real on stage. I think he's always real. I do think that, but it doesn't mean he's not insane. Yeah, no, no. One doesn't exclude the other, hundred percent. Anyways, just wanted to say that. Um, yeah, what is yeah. seriously? Yeah, and we're looking looking for to see what's gonna happen, but I hope people will uh, just let it let it fly and yeah. for his own good, you know. I I put a song because of that for the first take. I I picked a mm. song from him yeah, where okay. he sings. Uh, he raps about about the way I feel about him. Um, it's a, the song is called uh, I Love Kanye by Kanye West where he says wow. he misses the old Kanye and so do I so I let that song speak for itself alright my song is uh, always like trying to support local artists as you know it's called Damocles by the band Shows Sauvage alright see you guys in a moment I'll eat your ass. I will. You think I like sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I'll do it. My children aren't going hungry. I will eat your ass. And that's why I want the globalists to know. I will eat your ass first. You're not. We're going to dig you out of those bunkers. We're going to dig you out of those holes. You make us vacuum out your child's brain or chop your daughter or son up. No, 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 no. Look at that. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on What's for Dinner. Bye-bye. Bye. Poutine Bradvast. Welcome to the second take of this week's episode of Poutine Bradvast. Hola. Simon, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. A little bit exhausted. But yeah, good. Yeah, I've been doing a lot in the past weeks. Uh, you know, Philip on the road has been a thing. Oh yeah. Last week, <laughs> last week I was also on the road where I went to see my older brother that I don't see as much as I would like to, and he lives in um, an area uh, south uh, in the southern part of Quebec. It's really close to Vermont. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and. I want to tell you about a city in that area. I think it's a very pretty area. There's um, nice little hills. There's a lot of little beer and wine and a local product and cheese and all this good stuff. So it's really fun to go and just try local stuff. And if you if, if you ever visit me, that's the kind of place I, I, I might take you. It's, it's a lot of fun. And anyway, so there's a city called Stansted in that area. Have you ever heard about the city? I have never heard about that. So I need to tell you about the history of this area, okay, quickly. And I think maybe your listeners might be interested because it's a very peculiar case of history. So a lot of the cities in that area have English names, even though they're in Quebec, which is on 
uh, really rare. Usually they're, they're a religious name or native names. Usually these are the two main things. Do you know why the cities are in English? The names are in English. Hmm. Could be that the British have been there first. I don't know. So that's, that's, that's a good guess. But what happened is, you know, when the borders were created a long time ago, um, it wasn't as strictly enforced as it is now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the U.S. and the Canadian border are, is massive, so it's hard to just control even now. So imagine in the 19th century, right? So what happened is that some U.S. people just went north and north to build new cities. And without knowing, at some point, they just crossed and they okay. built cities. Okay. And at, at some point, Quebec people arrive and they're like, oh, hello, like, what are you doing here? They go, what are you doing here? Like, well, you're, you're in Canada, you're in Quebec right now. Are we? Yeah. Okay. So they became Canadian. <laughs> the cities, the cities are, are still there. And wow. the English communities are still thriving there. Um, so they speak these- main, in English uh, as a native tongue there as well? Yeah, yeah, they speak yeah. French. They probably speak French too, uh, but uh, from what I know, most of these people from that area have English as a first language. Oh, okay. Um, and the city of Stansted is really interesting because it is on the border, literally on the border. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there is a library on the border, and you can visit the library. And there's a special treaty. Uh, there's a line in the library and you're allowed to cross on both sides, but you cannot leave on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. But basically the library is managed by both the US and Canada together. <laughs> and th- there's literally a line with some books are on the US side, some books are on the Quebec side. Okay. And yeah, you can crisscross. And the city oh, itself, cool. some some streets are one side, like if you're driving on the right side, you're you're in Quebec. And if you're driving on the other side, you're in the US. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a very peculiar city and uh, the And that works? Is, apparently it does. I mean, it's, it's not it's not like a massive city, it's like a town, right? Yeah. But uh apparently it does. And my guess is that all the streets are leaving the downtown. That's where the customs are. Mhm. I mean, I've I've never been myself or maybe when I was a kid, but because I used to live in that area when I was yeah. like three, four, five years old. Um But yeah, so uh, that's my that's my take. The the customs must be just outside the downtown because you cannot have fucking customs on every no. street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, I thought that could be something you might find curious in in that city, and I wanted to know if you're aware of of such things in Europe. Well, uh, very famously, we have that we have had that in Berlin, right? Where right, Eastern, of course, yeah. East and West Berlin. But I I don't know if there's any other I I'm pretty sure there must be but I I'm not aware of any name of a town that has like that has that situation. None. Um, not. Thing is, Europe doesn't really have borders anymore in inside of Europe. So that's true. Um. So there wouldn't be any customs anymore. Like on the German side, there might be police who 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 pull out who pull you out and and. Out of traffic and check if you have like, I don't know, if you bought too much or something like you know. But other than that, I'm I'm not sure, and I'm not driving. I'm not. I don't have a car, so I don't drive around within the country. So mm. or or within Europe, and I never have. 
only have done that when with my parents when I was younger when we went to Austria to go skiing, right? And that's it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but I, but I find it very curious, and I I think it's it's cool to see how how these towns manage to do that. Yeah, and you know, having that diversity in such a small town must be mm-hmm. amazing. Must be so yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, half the cars have, have Quebec plates, and half the the others have Vermont plates. It's very like. Uh, uh, apparently the, the the flags are everywhere of both countries. It's a very uh, it's a, I've been wanting to go for a while, but I went to another place uh, a few years ago, which is also close to the Vermont border. Oh. It's called it's called Freilisburg. It sounds uh-huh. like a European name. Um, and there's a place there that I, I would really love to take you, and it's called uh, Domaine Pinac. And what they do there is a very very special product. It's called ice cider. Ice and cider. I, yeah, ice cider is is um it's a name that is um controlled like champagne. If you produce oh, champagne, oh. it has to come from champagne, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you produce ice cider, it has to come from that area. And what they do is that they have a orch- orchard, like a tree orchard. Mm, yes. But they pick them during winter when they're oh. iced, and they use them to produce cider with them. Uh, being ice so there's much more sugar in it uh-huh. so it becomes a liquor it becomes like um like a desert wine you know what i'm saying it's oh. very very it's it's a bit thicker it's very sweet yeah and if you go there you can actually try all their products and one of them is made with uh, maple too so um it's very very oh, wow. quebec product yeah um and it, it and it's awesome and and so their domain where they do that stuff is pretty awesome. Uh, and you can see Vermont from their backyard, basically. Oh, that's cool. Because um, their, their, their yard is just really like, you're like, yeah, so you see over there, the mountains? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Vermont. So that's the US. Like, oh, there's like no fence. There's nothing. You can just walk there. I mean, it's illegal, right? <laughs> but you could theoretically just walk there if you want. Um, but how do they, they have... Hmm? How do they control no, it? Yeah, how do you, well, if you say it's illegal, but is there, yeah. are there like guards or something? Probably choppers, like helicopters or something, mm. looking at it sometimes. Um, I mean, it's a private property too, so I guess you're not yeah. supposed to be there anyway. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, they probably have a, like cars sometimes driving a, uh, across or uh, helicopters. Because I know that the border is so big, it's hard to monitor anyway. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, so what I wanted to say is that they have like a building on their compound, which is used to be an underground train station that was used during Prohibition to cross alcohol from Vermont to uh, Quebec. Oh, wow. That's cool, right? That's some, some Vietnam stuff. <laughs> yeah, they would cross underground. And I think they also told me that the, some slaves were using it to flee oh, the U.S. yeah. I mean, I've been there like five years ago, but... Uh, it, it, it was it was an underground tunnel basically to the U.S. that it would, it would cross uh, illegally, basically. And now oh, it's, it's closed, cool. of course. You cannot use it anymore. But uh, yeah, so uh, it's just this area is pretty interesting because it's so close to the U.S. And you know, gas is much cheaper in the U.S. than it is here. And so because of that, all the gas stations that are on the Quebec side they have the lowest price in the whole fucking country mm. because like because like the, the, otherwise people would just cross to <laughs> to get gas yeah. and come back. So it's it's very uh, a very interesting ecosystem this area because it's so close to the states, um, 
so yeah, I just I just thought I just wanted to share that with you. And, Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting place for sure, and you do a lot of cool beers too there. So uh, yeah, if, oh, if you're man. listening and you're traveling in Quebec uh, this this summer, which uh, is very I, unlikely if you're not inside, uh, if you're not a Canadian, that's correct. But if you are, I highly suggest visiting uh, this area called Estrie, uh, or in in um, Eastern townships in English. So because uh, oh. uh, that's another thing. Uh, I don't know if I'm talking too much, but um, no, no, go the, ahead. How the French uh, um, would make their first land when they were colonizing was rectangular. They would make rectangular land while the English were doing square for farms. Okay. And so everywhere in Quebec, it's 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 the rectangle except there, uh, it's squares ah. uh, because it was British people that uh, I mean U.S. people that were that were that did the farms there. <laughs> so uh, they had the. the English style of farming, so it's, it's that's why they're called townships, which is the call, oh. the, the, the name the name of the square shaped farms. Ah, okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I and I remember going to they have like these old British houses, uh, and you can go like get the very traditional like tea, like U.S. like a traditional U.S. style tea, like pretty much British style at this point. Um, it, it, there's a lot of, uh, of of very cool stuff to do over there. Uh, there's an English university there. It's a cool spot. Seriously, it's it, it nice. really it really makes me want to want to visit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. uh, I hate this fucking virus. Oh. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean the, the the travel. I haven't traveled in 2019. So and, and now 2020. Man, it's been a while. And and if you're very, if we were very unlucky, 2021 as well. Might be might be the case. Yeah. 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 Well. Um, do you have a do you I, have a song you want to recommend for the? Yes, yes, I do. Um, Taylor Swift, who I normally don't really like that much, I th- despite her having a very great docu- do- uh, documentation on on Netflix, um, she brought a new album. It's called Folklore, and I think the lyrics are very, very fitting for this time. It it feels like the album that we need at this moment. And uh, one of the songs that is on there is called Cardigan. And I like it a lot. So I'm from someone who is not a Taylor Swift fan. I recommend this album and you should check that out. My song is uh, singing the same theme as the song I I offered you before. This one is in English by one of my all-time favorite, Lou Reed. And it's called Sword of Damocles. All right. Hear you guys in a moment. What happened? Just crap. Just a cramp? Yeah, just crap. So you told me what, what, what can you eat to help you make you feel better? Bananas. Yeah, why, why bananas? Monkeys never craps. Uh, you know, monkey never crap. <laughs> Be, uh, because a monkey every day, bananas. Two. So how many did you have today? Three, about three. Oh, yeah. I need three bananas because a monkey never crap. Hi, and welcome to the final take of this week's episode of Poutine Bratwurst. Um, Philip, I have an idea that I want to pitch. I want to pitch an idea to you. Go for it. So, you know, we we were were at this podcast thing for I think half a year, half a year or something like that. Yeah, I think we we started like right before the pandemic hit the, the West. So. Like January, something like that? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's like half a year, mm-hmm. maybe a little more. Yep. And um, to be honest, it doesn't really pay well. It, it doesn't pay at all. So no, it's no. We're not at that, that point yet. 
Mm-hmm. So, and we're not doing it for that either. But it would be nice to get some more cash because um, well, times are tough. And yep. so I have an idea. You know, yep. I, I see when, when I go on Instagram, I know you're not on Instagram anymore. And I can understand that on many levels. Mm-hmm. But when I'm on Instagram, I see these influencers who mm-hmm. products and they get cool products, to be honest. Yep. And they promote them. And not only do they get cool products, also do they have like a great life. They get a lot of money. They go to hotels for very cheap prices and so on and so on. And I feel like I want to have a piece of that cake. Okay. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I do get that we're, we don't, we're not really big on Instagram. In fact, we're, we don't have, we're not at all on it at, um, there at all. Uh, we're, we're a little bit lazy on social media, but we do have this platform right here. That's correct. And I think one thing that, that, that uh, like there's a, there's a little gap where influencers don't get into and that's shitty products, mm. like really shit products, cheap stuff mm. that normally there's not, there's no influencers for that. And well, we're not, we're not like the most high quality podcast either. And we're just some two shitty guys who, who talk about stuff. Yep. But hey, we can use that. We can use a platform and be influencers for, for the same type of products, being a toilet paper, pencils, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like uh, some butter or something like that. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, we could, we could be influencers for that. We can review those products in mm-hmm. our... Uh, here on this on this very show we had it's like a little ad segment and we can talk about that and and to anyone who might be listening and and thinking hey i have a product i have a pretty shitty product that uh i didn't think influencers could market could be uh, could market that product yeah well, we I can do think that about it it's two markets you have you have like central europe slash western europe and you have north america how, yeah. like, how good is this and you won't have, get that offer too often. No, you you won't. And we, I'm telling you, we're very cheap. In fact, I think at the beginning, we'd be like, send us your product, send us maybe another free sample of it, and we're doing it. Yeah. So we don't need, and I don't know, maybe we need to start, maybe we can start that in two weeks for the next episode and just start uh, reviewing something together. You okay. Know, you and I try something. It might be a little bit difficult in the beginning might, to find a product that we don't have both, right? Uh, Some products we must have, like where in in our times there's globalization, yeah. so like Tide, we could review a Tide uh, Tide pods, you know. For example, that's, that's, I heard they taste global. very good. I heard they're they're uh, they're a hard bullet to chew on, but uh, to bite on, but it's juicy, juicy in the middle. That's for sure, and it gives you a fresh breath. It's your last breath, but it's fresh. Damn, that last <laughs> breath better be good. So, yeah, I just wanted to. What do you What do you think about that? Do you think that's a good idea? Uh, you know, I'm I'm all I'm really down for these things. I think I'm not fancy enough to uh, to promote Raycon or something like that mm. that I see often on YouTube. Yeah, I don't think Ray J that I don't know who that is, but they always say he's a very fancy musician that made these earphones. Oh. Like good for him, but like since I don't know him and I and, I, and I'm just some Quebec peasant, I don't think I can promote fancy things like Raycon or Ray's Shadow Legend. Hey, I'm I'm honestly I think I can do that. So yeah, if you yeah if you want like <clears throat> if you need like someone to to promote like a Porsche 911 or so, 
don't bother sending it to Philip, but you can definitely send it to me. I'm I'm gonna be happy to review it. I'll t- I'll take your your wooden spoon or Rolex uh, and stuff like that. Send me a Rolex. <laughs> I I can do that. I'll take okay. Uh, yeah, send me your uh, you uh, get the toilet paper. square pants. Spon- you get the toilet paper. square pants plastic uh, watch. I'll I'll take care of that. Yeah, and I I take the Rolex. No, that's that's good. That's good. I, I'm happy to take that off your shoulders. You know. I, I, I mean, got these, are, these are pretty heavy, so it's pretty much off my wrist. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're very welcome. You don't want to get that biceps even more swell, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's plenty enough. <laughs> All right, so cool. We we got that. Um, okay, we have to. Th- so if you have suggestions of of things we could review uh, as, oh, as a yes. listener, uh, you can definitely write to us at putsinbradvest at gmail and we will take all your suggestions, and I, we know they will be numerous, so we'll we'll oh, have to yeah. sit down and think about it. Um, you can also w- no, go sorry. ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you can also do that through the Anchor app. It's Anchor.fm/slash Putin Bratwurst, and you'll mm-hmm. um, send us a message. Can be a voice message too. Yeah, and tell us what we should review or should not review or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so. One another thing I wanted to briefly talk about. I don't want it wanted to get too personal, but uh I had family over visiting me um this yeah. weekend. In fact, they just left. Mm-hmm. And there is an issue that's on my mind. And uh I know it's it must be on more people's mind uh because of my I uh, John Oliver, who I love, um in the last uh, last week uh tonight episode talked about this issue as well. So the older generations are more likely to be caught in um, conspiracy theories, being it yep. with the coronavirus increasingly right now because mm-hmm. of that and other things as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like the reason that is, is they they have a hard time understanding the internet and understanding yep. what is a trustworthy source and what isn't. Yep. They don't have internet media literacy. Yes, like we do. And uh, obviously the coming generations will have as well. But uh, we cannot ignore that. And I mean, these people are voting as well. And I know from my personal experience that it can be very, very frustrating to talk about these issues because there are some things that seem to be obvious for me and uh, for my generation. Like I know that for my girlfriend as well, who shares my frustration and some, some, sometimes, um, and it's nearly impossible to, to get the point across. And if you get it across, it took a lot of time. And then in the end, it's, it can be blown away by some stupid video or meme that, uh, you know, older people get and that they don't see that it's fake and it's bullshit. Now I wanted to ask you and, uh, like, do you have any ex- experience with that? And if so, how do you react to that? And what's your take on it? How do we solve this issue or, or work with that? Because obviously we can't just set it. The easiest thing is to say, well, fuck it. We're not talking about it. But I feel like we have to because it's mm-hmm. dangerous. And, you know, people are voting and they're voting based on flawed information. And, uh, you know, that negatively influences the coming generations as well and the the ultimately the world we live in so yeah. yeah what do you what do you think about that what's your take on that i never really thought about it because around my around me I, I think i guess i'm lucky but uh, i haven't heard too much of these uh conspiracy theory thing the only thing i heard and i think i talked about it on this podcast was my grandmother when i called her for a birthday she's 89 
yeah. and, and it was during uh, the crisis and 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 she told me uh, she told me how she was like it's crazy to believe that these chinese scientists created this virus isn't it mm-hmm. i was like that's like grandmother that's probably not the case you know that and she was like well we don't yeah. know and mm-hmm. i said we don't know but think about it you know it's like it's very unlikely why would you do that and and, and hurting their own people and everything so oh, it's china we never know so it's always the, the doubt right um that, that, that's the thing like I, I had a creationist um co-worker at some point and everything i could I, I couldn't fully prove on something like well there's doubt so it must be god you know so if it's, it's the same thing for uh for the conspiracy conspiracy theorists if you don't see with their eyes the truth like the very very truth it's easy eyes. to get like yeah it's easy to to get there are some things that are difficult to understand unless you really yeah. really are literate in whatever that topic yeah. is and you you speak to experts and so on and so forth and mm-hmm. i get that there's many things i i don't understand yep and it seems easy and very convenient to to pick an easy answer and a conspiracy yeah. theory is a very cheap and easy answer for complicated yep. issues because you can just say, well, it must be the Chinese government. It must be Bill Gates. It must be this or that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's just, it's dangerous. We're losing people and we're losing them on the, on the, the good side. And, you know, that kind of doubt is very, very frustrating, dangerous, and people can be mani- manipulated into yeah. disbelieving everything that, that is true and genuine. The issue with this is when you when you tackle a, t- a topic like this and you try to convince them, you always look like um, a fancy asshole. Basically, like just somebody who's like, "Oh, of course, of course, you know the truth, right?" Like yeah. they, they they react like this, and it's it's really annoying. And it's just that for that reason, most of the time, I I I have to admit, I kind of avoid these discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best thing I I usually would recommend people is to read. Uh, there's a newspaper in Quebec that I think is of the highest quality. It's very, very good. It's yeah. Well, it's uh, the government. Uh, the government uh, tells them what to write. That's an argument that's probably going to come from someone believing in that shit. See, they could, they could, they could say this. Yeah, it's it's possible. And again, since you and I cannot prove that it's not true, the doubt is still there, and it's not going to change. It's so, so I honestly, I avoid these discussions most of the time. It's difficult, so you, but it's just so, how it is. But does it mean you, well, that means you just, you're accepting it. I guess. Yeah. It's not oh, a sad thing to say, but uh, I, I, it's dangerous. In, in my I, I guess, but like, I, I don't think it's from what I've tried. It was never very productive. So it, it yeah. And that's, that's my issue as well. I'm, I'm frustrated with it. I fucking hate yeah. it and because I want to change something. I mean, you know, it's I, I know what Finland does. Like Finland is very close to the Rus- to Russia. Yeah. And so they're confronted with a lot of propaganda from over there. They yeah, yeah. get Russian TV and stuff and they always feel threatened by Russia his- uh, historically. That's always been the case. And um and what they do is they start educating uh, elementary school children. They have classes in uh, and how to fi- um, to um, determine what kind of information is a legitimate source, yep. what is believable and what isn't, what is fa- fake and what isn't. And mm-hmm. there's these elementary school children that are so smart and are able to tell, well, that's a source that's not trustworthy. And I think that's that's genius to do that. Mm-hmm. That is so 
clever because it 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 secures the future and it secures that you know people don't vote based on emotion and based on fake information now obviously we can't go back in time and educate our parents that in 50 years or so um, internet is going to come along and you guys are going to uh you guys are going to witness that um uh that stuff and you're going to get information and you better be prepared we can't do that but we're here right now and our parents and uh, and other red in that age excuse me are gonna be around the internet for some more time and they're gonna have some more elections where they can get give their vote and mm-hmm. i just don't i i i, I just don't want to accept um that that bullshit is gonna influence their voting behavior because they are more at the, in germany you know where we have like so many people in, in in their 60s and 50s right now and so little people in my age and younger because uh, you know our demographic is shrinking, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe I we won't get an answer here. I just want to share that because it's a thing that's really going on in my mind. Uh, it's a legitimate concern, but I yeah I I think change comes comes through education, and Finland is proving that. And uh, hopefully um, the next generation will be better. And I'm hopeful for it. And it's uh, these changes come with with time. It's the only thing. I just to hope do. It, it's not too late. You know. Uh uh, who can say seriously i i I don't have the answer to this i think there's a lot of moderate and and wise people in all generations so there's always hope there's always hope for uh for for for. but yeah i mean these are big questions you're asking honestly i don't have a good answer for you but it's a very legitimate too bad i was hoping you're gonna solve that yeah, for me. not today i'll have to think about it more uh, for maybe, sure maybe maybe next week um, <laughs> who knows for that or or maybe you guys know an answer you guys have yeah. an opinion maybe you say conspiracy theories are right we we like to hear about conspiracy theories we just don't take them serious but we like to hear them so if you're really offended by what what we just said hey hit us up tell us tell us how stupid we are yeah, putsinbradverse at gmail.com. Best way to reach us to reach us. Yes, please. <laughs> um all right, I have a song yeah. that uh, fits to that a little bit. Um it's by John Mayer, who I like and who I put on the list before. And mm-hmm. the song is called Stop This Train. And the song uh I'm going back into metal again. Uh maybe it's not for all our listeners, but since we've been talking about traveling and how we miss traveling. I feel we're, uh, we need an Exodus. So I'm sharing the song Exodus by the, sen- the band Exodus. Nice. Here, guys. Next, no, in two weeks. That's Take correct. Care. It was a pleasure to talk to you, man. And uh, uh, as have always, a good, have a good two weeks, uh, everyone. Have a good day. Bye bye.